0: This is Restoration Bible Church and Ministries. We are a people of excellence living purposefully. And now, here is God's servant, Reverend Tunde bolanta as he brings you God's word. We trust that you will be blessed as you listen.
1: Prayer and fasting for divine intervention. We we'll continue that series. Can you say with me? Prayer and fasting for divine intervention one of the things when we pray and fast it is the time to seek the plans and purposes of God for your life prayer and fasting is a time to do what to seek the plans and purposes of God for your life If you are wearing a wristwatch this morning, I want you to look at that wristwatch if you are wearing one. You see so many things on that wristwatch. Depending on the type you are wearing, there's 12 o'clock, there's 6 o'clock, there's 3 o'clock, there's 9 o'clock. The person that designed that watch did that so you will know what time it is. How many of you know you can be late for work? If your, if your battery of your watch is spoiled, okay, your watch stops at 6 a.m. Okay? So you wake up at about 8, you think it's 6 a.m., So let me sleep a little more. It's because the timer, your timepiece is faulty. In life, sometimes, if we don't wait on the Lord, we may not know what time it is. So prayer and fasting is that time. When we say, God, what time? Some things you think is not time. God says it's time. Amen? You may not think it's time to marry. God says it's time. You may think you've had all the children you need. God says one more is coming. It's not a prophecy. Oh. <laughs> Before you get to my start, argue. I didn't prophesy. I'm just giving you an example. <laughs> you know, I knew one guy the wife wanted so many children, just wanted so many children. I don't know if she talked to her mother. So the mother to say, said she had a dream that they had more children. I think when they finished, they probably had a five or six. Well, I'm not in their house. The Lord will help them. Praise God. <laughs> but your time helps you to know exactly what time it is in life. And for example... In Acts chapter 13, from from verses 1 to 3, I'm not going to read it, as those prophets and teachers were fasting and praying, the Holy Spirit said, what, separate for me Barnabas and Saul for the work wherein have called them, and it changed the course of the history of the church because some people waited on the Lord. I believe this time we're waiting on the Lord We change the course of the history of your family. You see, anything born of God will overcome the world. You may just get an inspired idea. You you may get something from God. Open this shop. You have a feeling to do this or to do that. When you begin to obey those divine instructions, Barnabas and Saul, they changed the history. They went to the Gentiles who had not been privileged to hear the Word of God because they waited on the Lord. I'm saying to you this morning, you will not wait on the Lord in vain. Talk to your neighbor and say, you will not wait on the Lord in vain. You will hear from heaven. You will see from heaven. You will know from heaven in this season of prayer and fasting. You know, there are some naughty problems. You have been there, you will say, saying, God, I don't even know how I'm going to solve this problem. As you pray and fast, God can bring up something in your spirit. It's, it can be a small thing. It can be an idea. It can be make this call. It can be open that. It can be do this. Or just pray about this. And God, begin to change things in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, let's give you a few scriptures here. Psalm 37, 5 to 7. Commit thy ways unto the Lord, trust also in him, and it shall bring it to pass. And it shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, and thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts I think towards you, said the Lord, the thoughts of peace are not of evil, to give you an expected end. Ecclesiastes 3 from verse 11. He had made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he has set the world in their hearts, so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Verse 14. I know that whatsoever God doeth, it it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God doeth it that men should fear before him. So, as you commit your ways to the Lord, you trust in him, he will bring it to pass. The plan he has written before you came... The new chapters he wants to open in your life, he's going to make sure it happens. I said, He's going to make sure it happens. He said, Before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you and I called you. I knew you and I called you. I wanted to know you are not here by accident, child of God. I said, You are not here by accident, child of God. God knew you, he called you. Like I was saying earlier today, in the, I believe it was in the first service, if you take a pencil, you look at it very ordinary. Just a pencil. Just a pencil. Just a pencil. Have you watched artists when they walk? When they walk? One of my kids, very gifted. When he produces some things, you wonder where it came from. To look at like you exactly. Beautiful work of art. When you take, when God picks a pencil, when God picks a pencil, and you are the pencil in God's hand this morning, when God picks you up, and he begins to sketch something on a canvas. When he's done with what he's sketching, even you yourself, you are going to look back and say, how did this happen? Because what he has in his mind, even the pencil does not know. But when he begins to sketch your life, and he begins to draw those beautiful pictures, yourself, you are going to wonder where this came from. You are the pencil in God's hand. And what he planned to use you for, you yourself may not fully comprehend it. But as you pray and fast, you are saying, God, what you've planned from the foundation of the world that I should be, I avail myself. Whatever you want me to do, I will do. Wherever you want me to go, I will go. Wherever you want me to stand, I will stand. And when you stand in that place that he has called you to, I want to tell you something. When God is finished with you, you yourself will be so surprised. Your enemies will be so surprised. Your friends will rejoice with you. Your enemies will marvel at the grace of God. When you pray and fast, you are saying, God, help me to be what you want me to be. Is there somebody that can pray like that this morning? Lord, help me to be what you want me to be. I don't want to be more than that. I don't want to be less than that. Help me to be what you want me to be. Help me to be what you want me to be, Father. When God takes that pencil and it begins to pencil your life and it begins to work on you, you will be different. You will be transformed. Had the early church not prayed... Had those prophets and teachers not prayed, maybe some of us will never have had the privilege of hearing the gospel of Jesus Christ. The secret things belong to the Lord, but the things that are revealed, when are they revealed? When you wait on the Lord. Hallelujah. It might be small, small, what you consider small things, but when God breathes on anything, it begins to take a new dimension. I said it begins to take a new dimension. So you are not praying and fasting and wasting your time. You are praying and fasting to seek the plans and the purposes of God for your life. It's never too late for a miracle. I said it's never too late for a miracle. I said it's never too late for a miracle. Nobody will have imagined, not Ruth herself, that with the history of her life, the trajectory of her life, she will end up marrying a Boaz. She will end up in Bethlehem. I want to say no matter how the turn that has happened in your life, the roads you have taken, when God, when you place yourself in his hand as that pencil in his hand, and it begins to paint a picture of your life. I don't know who I came to preach to this morning. I don't know who is feeling a little bit like, God, what are you doing with me? I came to tell you this morning that he's painting a beautiful picture. Ecclesiastes 3 says he makes all things beautiful in your life. Over your children and family, I said all things will be beautiful. Over your marriage, all things will be beautiful. Over your tomorrow, all things will be beautiful. God draw such a picture He will bring the prodigal back home He will begin to change your story You yourself will look at yourself And you begin to say eyes have not seen And ears have not heard What God has prepared For those that love him If you love the Lord wave your hand I'm talking to you this morning God has his way He knows the way in the wilderness He knows how to bring you through He knows the way in the Red Sea He will do exceedingly Abundantly above all you can ask or think I believe as I'm praying, as I'm fasting, and I'm saying, God, have your way in my life. Have your way in this ministry. Have your way in my family. Have your way in my business. Have your way in my vocation. Have your way over my children. I believe God is at work. He's painting a picture, and that picture will be beautiful. I said, that picture will be beautiful. I said, that picture will be beautiful. When all is said and done, they will begin to say, when the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then did the heathen say, the Lord has done a great thing. Wherefore, they are glad. If you are glad, give him a praise and give him a worship in the house of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So it's a time we seek the Lord. Sometimes I say, Father, I move. God says, I'm waiting on you to wait on me. Hmm. Another thing we need to remember when we wait on the Lord is never allow your past to stop you from seeing your future. Never allow your past to stop you from seeing your future. You know why? Because He's a covenant keeping God. Jeremiah chapter 33. Uh, Let's take it from verse 25 and 26. Thus said the Lord, If my covenants be not with day and night, and if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then will I cast away the seed of Jacob and David my servant, so that I will not take any of his seed to be rulers over the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or cause their captivity to return and have mercy on them. When God was talking to the prophet Jeremiah, things didn't look good. God says the covenant of day and night cannot be broken in another scripture. Same thing here. You know, no matter how dark the night is, the day must come. Have you noticed that? Even when you have long summer nights, there will still be a time that it starts to get dark. The day must come at some point. Amen. The psalmist Put it this way, Psalm 130, verse 6. Psalm 130, verse 6. My soul waited for the Lord more than day that watched for the morning. I say more than day that watched for the morning. May God not give you emergency in the night. How many of you know if there's an emergency in the night and you cannot go out for some reason? You are waiting for that day to break. Okay, let let the day just break. Let the day just break. Let the day just break. Well, he said, My soul is waiting for the Lord as the watchman wicked for the morning. The good thing about this analogy is that the morning the morning always comes, no matter how dark your night is, the morning will come. I'm saying to somebody this this morning that your morning is on the way in the name of Jesus. Hebrews eleven fourteen and fifteen. Hebrews eleven fourteen and fifteen. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they have been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. Amen. They seek for a country. Abraham, for example, when he left his hometown, he left civilization for... Wandering in the desert, it was. If he kept thinking of where he came, he would have gone back. Sometimes it looks like God is leading you in a path you don't understand, but He's leading you somewhere. I said, God is leading you somewhere. I said, God is leading you somewhere. I said, God is leading you somewhere. Leading you somewhere. The Bible says in Romans four nineteen to twenty one, and be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not. Somebody say, I stagger not. Somebody say, I stagger not. I cannot hear you say, I stagger not. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith giving glory to god he staggered not at the promise of god through unbelief but he was strong in faith giving glory to god thank you lord i'm being fully persuaded that what he had promised he was able to perform he staggered not at the promise of god was fully persuaded that the manifestation will come I, was, I want to remind you again that this new covenant is between God and Jesus in your behalf I said it's between God and Jesus in your behalf Hebrews 13 reminds us again verse 20 now the God of peace that brought again our Lord Jesus from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do his will, walking in you that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ. Unto him be glory forever and ever. Listen to me, when Jesus went into the grave, when he went into hell, He knew God would keep his word. And because God raised him up, he will raise you up. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 1, 20, 21, that all the promises of God are what? Yea and amen. We are not fasting to make God do something that he has not already done in Christ. All the promises of God are what? Yea and amen. They are fulfilled in Christ this morning. What you are looking for is already done. Your babies are already there in the spirit. The miracles you need, are already there in the spirit. You are going to be thanking him in this season because he will not break his word. He will not break his word. Abraham hoped against hope. He was fully persuaded. I said he was fully persuaded. He came to a point when doubt came. He doubted his doubts. And he believed his beliefs. When doubt say, At your age, can anything happen? He said, Doubt, I doubt you. I choose to believe God. And sometimes doubt will give you evidence. You see, you see did you look at the mirror today? You are looking old. Can this miracle still happen? Abraham said, Doubt, I doubt you. I doubt you. I doubt you. I choose to believe God. I choose to believe God. I choose to believe God. I said I choose to believe God. I said, oh, I said I choose to believe God. I said I choose to believe God. I said I choose to believe God. I I to believe God. His body told him every day, you are an old man. You know, your birth certificate cannot lie. Have you? He saw the birth said, you are old. Mama said that, nothing can happen. Go back up. Say, but I believe God. I don't. I believe God. I believe God. How many of you are believing God for something this morning? You are going to have to doubt your doubts and believe your beliefs. When doubt says it's not going to happen, I don't know how it's going to happen. But God, I choose to believe you. The money will come. I said the money will come. Amen the favor will come. The increase will come. The admission will come. The prodigal will come home. I choose to believe God. Your miracle babies will come. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Jesus." Jesus." And the fact that God did it to your neighbor or to your brother in church is a sign that he that did it for him will also do it for you. Yes, Don't ever allow somebody's testimony to discourage you. Instead, use their testimony to make you go forward. You may be down and feel like God has somehow forgotten that you are faced with circumstances You cannot get through Sometimes it seems There's no way out You're going under God's proven time And time again He'll take care of you Do it again Yes, do it again. He will do it. He will do it. Just take a look, just take a look at where you are now and where you have been. He's always come through. Is the same now. Don't you know God has not changed? You may not know how. You may not know where. He will do it again. Do it again. He will do Just take a look. Just take a look at where you are now and where you have been. He's always come through. Now is always come through for you. Is the same now. Don't you know God has not changed? You may. Him praise and glory, in the house of God. you are in good company this morning with Father Abraham. It didn't look like that miracle child was going to ever show up his body denied him his wife's body denied her everywhere they looked it looked like a story that will never happen that is the way of miracle when you are believing god sometimes you look to the right you look to the left the red sea is before you the host of pharaoh is behind you you cannot see god anywhere but i can tell you as you keep pronouncing his word god of heaven is going to move in your behalf Don't be carried away. They that observe lying vanities, they forsake their own mercy. The fact that it happened for somebody, if the same God that did it for them, he's still alive and is the same yesterday, today, and forever, then I know he's going to do it for me. I know my manifestation must come. If he healed the woman with the issue of blood, if he raised Lazarus from the dead, if he found money in a fish mouth and provision was made in that situation, I know the God of heaven is going to find me water. need I will not go without I will not go without the God that raised the son of the widow of Ned he's still the same God he's still the same God the miracle will happen your manifestation will come slowly but surely and suddenly one day you will wake up in the morning and that thing will no longer be there one day you wake up in the morning and you're gonna get a phone call and the phone call is gonna say I am well I'm healthy I'm living for God, you will wake up one day in the morning, and the money will be in the bank. And the God of heaven, the admission letter will come. The door of opportunity. You will say, "My husband, I have missed my period again and again. I think I'm carrying a baby. I know I'm carrying a baby." Who am I talking to this morning? If I'm talking to you this morning, give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. Give a Lord a praise. Give the, Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise, give the Lord a lot of 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 praise. Somebody praise him and the house of I've been in many situations where the devil is talking like a parrot you're going to get that how is that money going to come how is that door going to open blah 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 satan i said devil you are too late jesus opened the door i'm not trying to open the door he said i'm the one that opened the door and no man can close it jesus already healed me Jesus already blessed me Jesus already blessed my children and when he opens the door no man can close it no demon can close it no witches can close it even your own mistakes will not close your door We has opened the door somebody give him He has opened your womb, somebody give him praise. He has healed your body, somebody give him praise. Give him the glory, give him the glory, give him the glory this morning. Give him the glory. Please be seated. When I'm preaching like this, I see some quick, quick visions. Oh, would you be showing me something pa, 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 like that? Angels were working for you guys. Oh? Because the more you praise him, the more his presence comes down. The more you praise him. The Bible says Abraham was strong in faith. Romans 4, 20 and 21. Giving glory to God. Lift your hand one more time and thank him. The one the devil has told you over the night that it will not happen. Lift your hands and thank him. Your family shall be saved. Your children must live for God. There must be plenty of money in your house in 2024. There must be plenty of favor in your house in 2024. There must be plenty of promotion in your house in 2024. Lift your hand and give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Give him a shout of praise. Your enterprise must prosper. Your business must prosper. There must be more coming in. More candidates. More students. Whatever you are doing, more, 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 Somebody give him a praise. 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 In the house of God. Glory to God. Yes. You see that, mama? She doesn't miss a service. Every time the door of this church opens, she's here. And I have seen transformation in her life. That is your testimony in the name of Jesus. Please be seated. Glory to God. Glory to God. Prayer and fasting destroys the power of your enemy. And promotes you beyond belief. Prayer and fasting destroys the power of your enemy. And promotes you beyond belief. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. You see, Esther chapter 4, you know this story, but you can write down from verse 12 to 17. The man, Haman, powerful politician, prime minister of sort, he, you know, he had a problem with uh, Mordecai, and he flew off the handle. He said, oh, wow, I'm going to wipe out an entire nation, genocide against an entire nation, just out of anger. I read the book very well. Can you imagine you are angry with one person you say you kill all the whole family and he had the power to do it he had the money to do it he had the political influence to do it he even had which doctors to work for him to do it if you studied it very well he, he, everything was planned he paid for the execution and extermination of a race of people but he made a mistake because these were the seed of Abraham and one of his people told him, I think his wife, if Mordecai be of the seed of the Jews, before him that you have started to fall, or began to fall, he said, you will surely not prevail against him. There are some problems in your life that they are just like Haman. They've been there, they've been terrorizing you, they've been harassing you, and this morning we've come to address them, and to say to, to those problems, I am the seed of Abraham. I am the seed of Abraham. Esther was comfortable queen. I mean maybe they didn't even know her nationality but she was comfortable. But when her uncle Mordecai told her listen you need to do something for us. I said the king has not called me and there's a lord that if he doesn't call me I can't show up. And um, Mordecai if you read that passage I believe said to her if you hold your peace I love verse 14 at this time then shall enlargement and deliverance arise from another place i love that i say i love that i say i love that sometimes the person you expect to help you is just raising shoulder like we'd say yeah he's doing yanga for you he, 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 the person can do but the person just they swell going they swell they swell yeah it's just swelling for you if you fail to do your job, God said, enlargement will come from another place. A child of God is never at the mercy of any human being. That's up. That's up. I don't care who they are. This was a prime minister with power. He said, As long as I'm in this office, you'll not be promoted. Okay. Then they will sack you and I'll be promoted. your file is here. Let me see what you are going to do. Don't say that kind of thing to, to the Bolanta because you are preparing to die. I don't need to pray against you. My angel will just slap you one time. But when a man is walking in the will of God, you better get up. He said, lift up your heads, O ye gates. And be ye lifted, ye everlasting doors. And let the king of glory come in. Have you seen those presidential convoy when they are coming? There's some people with koboko, with whip. You better move over. If you do big man for them, you hear, Pum. They may take the butt of the gun and hit you. He said, lift up your heads, so oh he you get. If you are in the will of God, Queen Esther, you better do what you need to do over this matter. Otherwise, enlargement, listen, your enlargement is not man-dependent, it is God-dependent. My enlargement is not man-dependent. If you say you are are not going to help me, oh God, thank you. I'm grateful, sir. Thank you, sir. By the time I come back to the same office, ah, where is that man? Ah, He was retired yesterday. Enlargement has come from another place. Esther got the message. Yes, sir. Said, I didn't get here by my power. Uncle? Daddy? I will go. Go and pray and fast for me. Me and my maidens will go and pray and fast. We will not eat or drink water for three days. Me, I'm drinking water. <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm drinking water. How many of you are drinking water here? If you're not drinking water, you are foolish. Some people don't even swallow sweat. They spit. I'm fasting. You will just die for nothing. We die for nothing. God doesn't want to kill you during a fast. You still need to be able to pray. Yes, sir. And mm. you drink water well myself. Plenty. Yes, Plenty of water. Because I talk a lot. Yes, and i know one of those pictures that do, hello, hello, hello. My, I'm always shouting. If I'm not going to drink water, mm. my brain will knock. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Even the person where they do hello, hello, needs water too. Radiator <laughs> <laughs> go drive, radio drive, drive, radio go You don't <laughs> knock that. I know religious people say, ah, for the first thing to be strong, I don't drink water. Send your water to my house. I will drink my water on your own. <laughs> you don't drink water, you, can, you don't even have power to pray. Say, but Esther, I did it. It's your name, Esther. So I don't drink water, looking at me. I thought pastor was more spiritual. Okay, thank you. I'm, I, this is my spirituality. I've confessed my sin to you. But God is answering my prayer, even though I'm drinking water. You don't go drink water. Throat dry. I dry. Everything is dry. Okay? Tell your neighbor, drink water. Drink water. Say it, pastor. i don't go drink water during fast? do keep asking. Even I'm about to drink another water now. <laughs> common sense. You need common sense when you are fasting. Somebody wrote me from, from the UK. No, know there are many people joining this fast all over, all over the world. Sends me a message. Pastor, I'm on medication. Voicemail. I'm on medication. And I need to take my medicine each day at 9 or 10 a.m. Am I allowed to eat? I say, well, well. Akubu <laughs> <laughs> adaba. Come on, come on. Your medication, eat something and take your medicine. So people, they fast anyhow and give us problems. If your doctor says your medication at 12, then better make sure maybe around 11 you have eaten something. Or eleven thirty. God will not kill you for that. Yes, we are not fasting under the law, we are fasting under grace. There's yes, yes, a huge difference between that. Pastor, I, I, said, eh? <laughs> In fact, I, I get a lot of these things, you know, sometimes if, you, if I don't read it on time, I may miss it. So I didn't even see it on time, because so many things came, ah, I said, where is this, sister? Okay, I went back, I said, ah, oh, I said, this one must reply now, now. Mm. And I, <laughs> three hours had passed when she sent me the message, I, I didn't even see it. She thanked me after me, too. I thank her. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? So I hope I've answered two questions. It's all right to drink water. And if you're on medication, please use some food to take that medicine. You are not being spiritual by refusing to eat and taking medicine on an empty stomach. But when you are breaking that fast, don't overeat. <laughs> Don't eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner at night. <laughs> the Akamu. Ankose, you did eat in the morning, is waiting. The gari you didn't eat and, uh, and someone, the swallow of afternoon is waiting. The rice of the night is waiting. Then you bring the three together boy, at night. That one, <laughs> that one is not a fastener. You just postpone your meals. Yay. You postpone breakfast and say at night. The Faduka. Yes, oh, yeah, bring everything together. Abba, what is the purpose of that fast now? Are you hearing what I'm trying to tell you? Yes, sir. So people at the time they eat, they cannot even walk. <laughs> they look like statues. <laughs> what's wrong with you? <laughs> That's not a fast. You just postpone your meals. If you are getting something out of this. Sometimes, you know, there are some people that they have to have certain medications at certain times. So, if for example, then you can say, okay, the time you are not taking that medication, you will be fasting. And when you need to take it, you take something small, you take your medicine. There must be a way you can fast with common sense. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Let me touch another one before I go to my last point. We had some guys years ago, said they want to be like Jesus. Jesus fasted 40 days and 40 nights. non far. We had guys that did that one time. I have some of my friends that done that. One of them, after he did that, <coughs> he just lost it. He, he lost everything. He will use his chest to break wall. It, something got on him there. Hmm? Don't, I told you, we're not trying to make God do what he has not already done. Redemption has provided. The first thing is just to bring us to a place to better, to better access. Um, all right, maybe I should, I should just tie it up here. Listen, uh, on the day of atonement, I think in the book of Leviticus, it's in it 19 or so, the, the most holy day in Israel, the sacred day, the Yom Kippur, God told them while the high priest was making the atonement, the people should fast. But their fasting is not what gives the sacrifice. God gave them the sacrifice. But their fasting was to place them in a position where they can partake in the benefit of that fast. Do you understand? Like I illustrated the other time, if you want to take Gary swallow. Yeah? You have to use draw. Abi, what does that do for you? <laughs> so that the it can go down. Or in other climb, a side salad is supposed to help you to lubricate the your digestive system hmm? so that there is no spike maybe in your sugar or other things that side salad can help you No, so am I correct am I correct it will help you lubricate that digestive system so that when the heavy duty food comes they can find a way to assimilate and go through the same thing with fasting God has already provided but we are bringing our flesh down so you can better access what has been provided. Do I, am I making sense to you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Am I making sense to you? Yes, so it's important that we understand that. And if you anytime, if you are going on a three-day fast without food and water, you better hear from God. But I always tell people, my definition of fasting is staying away from food for a spiritual purpose. Because I know the value of water. That once you are daily, we are not drinking water, something, something will go wrong eventually. Our body composition is not the same. So, brother, uh, sister, drink. Papa, mama, you already answered me. Brother, sister, drink water. Papa, mama, drink water. <laughs> you know water. water. If you don't drink, that's your problem. I think I've said enough. All right. Finally. Finally, finally, this morning. Oh. Hmm. Let's see which one do we give you? Prayer and fasting is proof of authentic ministry. Write down Second Corinthians 6, verses 4 to 5. Um, But in all things, are proving ourselves as the ministers of God in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, <laughs> in labors, in watchings, in fastings. These are the credentials, according to Paul, of a genuine minister of God. This is another topic. He <laughs> didn't say how many jets you have, and how many houses you have, and your fashion sense. Abby? He said what? In tumult, in imprisonment. That means every time they ask, Where's your pastor? He's in jail. Paul Says it's a sign of a re-minister of God. I know you will not say amen on that one, but it's there in your Bible. In fact, you have another example: 2 Corinthians 11, from verse 26 to 27 to 28. In 27, it says, In weariness and painfulness, in watchings often, in hunger and thirst. People don't preach this part of the Bible. In hunger and thirst, me there was there were times he didn't have to eat. Come on now. Hello. I lost you guys there. I understand. <clears throat> In fasting often there's a difference between hunger and thirst. Hunger and thirst is when you don't have. Fasting is when you have and you refuse to eat. But we we'll read the Bible through our own lens to make it say what we want to say. I didn't write it to. I've gave you two examples there. Nobody is claiming anything. Nobody even saying one amen. I came with my amen on this point. Praise the Lord. To the Volata, praise the Lord. To the Volata, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Nobody will even help me say amen. Can you not say amen in the church of God? John Wesley. Will never ordain you into the ministry if you didn't fast twice a week. Because what does fasting do? You, it makes your body to calm down. All your gra gra, your big headedness, your lousiness. I mean, when you are fasting, you tend to be more quiet. That your five minute madness disappears. Even your husband knows that something has happened in the house. Even your wife knows. Eh, kai megida. The is born again this week. <laughs> Come on now. There are so many media apostles now. Everybody's an apostle. Say, how many churches have you built? I'm an apostle. The qualifications are what I read to you. In fastings, often. In imprisonment. In torments. In labors. If you put yourself on internet... If you stay in a, in a garage and call yourself a motor car, it doesn't make you a car. Does it make you a car? Are you still here? I believe in prosperity because all of you are already looking at me like, okay, don't you believe in prosperity? But sometimes for the sake of the gospel, you do without. Sometimes we should need to take you to the mission field where we have a lot of churches you can make a few sacrifices for God. I'm talking you no. Know, some of you, this road that they are doing now has already spotted your faith. You are going to try, uh, this road and I have to go and serve God. Are you serving God for me or for yourself? If at this time you should serve God more. If road can stand between you and God, you have not started your Christian race. Paul said, even if he slays me, I mean Job, You see, you have to come to a point in your life that the tests and trials of life, they don't determine your faith. You look at them and say, I believe God. I believe God. Stand to your feet this morning. Let's thank the Lord for the word. The one that was sweet and the one that was not so sweet. Lift your hand and thank him for it. Hallelujah. Lift your hand and thank him for it. Lift your hand and thank him for it. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice this morning that this season as we pray and fast we will find your purpose for our lives. As we pray and fast we will walk in the reality of redemption. Father, as we pray and fast we will know that the things you have written in your book before we came they shall be fulfilled. As we pray and fast We are covenant-focused because we know you will not break your word. You did not break it to Jesus, you will not break it to us. Over our nation, over our state, we declare it is well with this state. We declare it is well with this state. Spirit of terrorism, we bind you. We render you powerless in the name of Jesus. Over this commission, we plead the blood of Passover. Over every father, over every mother, over every child, over every young person. Thank you because the blood is the hedge that stops the destroyer, the blood is speaking for us. As we go out this week, the blood is speaking for us. In the highway, the blood is speaking for us. In the byway, the blood is speaking for us. On the land, the blood is speaking for for us. On the sea, the blood is speaking for us. Wherever we find ourselves, the blood is speaking for us. We thank you because the covenant of day and night you say cannot be broken. And we know that the covenant with the Lord Jesus is eternally secured. And because of that, we know what you have promised you will do. It is done concerning us. We testify that what we've waited for has come to pass. This is our testimony this morning. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to today's message. Do join us same time next week. Follow us on our social media handles, Facebook and Instagram at Restoration Ministries International, Twitter and Mixilla at RBCM Online, and our website is www.rbcmonline.org. You can also be part of our live power park services every Wednesday by 5.30 p.m., and on Sunday by 7 a.m. and 8.30 a.m. respectively at Restoration International Conference Center, RICC, Rominio Extension, Kaduna South. God bless you.